0: Hi there. Welcome to the podcast, Invest in You. We have reached episode 115. I really wonder how that happened. So today we've got a special guest and again from America. We have got with us lovely Taryn. So hi, Taryn.
1: Hi, how are you doing, Frederick?
0: Good, good. And I said all the way from America, but you're not in America today. <laughs>
1: I'm not in America today. And I'm also not from America. I'm actually from South Africa originally. All right, cool. I, I was raised I, in America. so I've I'll been
0: working that. a lot <laughs> in South uh, Africa whereabouts in South Africa
1: I'm from Johannesburg originally
0: all right yeah Yeah. that's been been the most of times around (laughs) mid-rand
1: really wow
0: super niche (laughs) niche
1: for sure yeah
0: Yeah. now I used to have uh, clients out there for consulting work so yeah I've been to South Africa many many times so lovely Mm -hmm. all right so you are from South Uh, Africa, I'm from Sweden and you are normally in the US. I'm usually in the UK. Today, I am in Sweden and you are in Mexico. What brought you to Mexico?
1: Well, what brought me to Mexico is kind of related to the pandemic. Um, My partner and I got separated because our borders in South Africa closed down uh, last year during when COVID really hit and got really bad. So my partner and I were separated. He was in America, I was in South Africa and we were trying to find so many ways to connect, but obviously travel wasn't very open. So we've picked a country that both of us could freely go to and Mexico was the place, but now we've fallen in love with it and we wanna start our lives here. So I got brought here because of something that was happening in the world that i couldn't control and now this is pretty much my new path so yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We, we have had quite a few people who would classify themselves as digital nomads Absolutely. we've had quite a lot of people who really travel frequently on this podcast mm-hmm. uh, and you also travel a lot Absolutely. so uh, in, in a couple of hours, like jetting around for work or pleasure
1: Sorry, could you repeat the question? You just broke up for a minute. Uh,
0: Whereabouts have you been in in the last few years in terms of checking out (laughs) new places for work or or pleasure?
1: Okay. So the last few years I've been to, and my favorite places uh, have been Turkey, Love yep. Turkey. I went to Morocco Great. and lived there for three months, actually. Uh, Morocco is nice. absolutely incredible. I highly recommend it as a destination if we're ever allowed to travel again. Uh, yep. I also went to Israel, <laughs> visited Israel. And then obviously getting to explore a little bit more um, around Mexico has been really incredible. So those, that's been cool. the main places that I've traveled to. I'm really happy that in 2019, I decided to just take a bit of a trip around the world to just see, see some places that I had had on my bucket list for a while, like Israel and like Turkey. Um, and I'm really glad that I got to do that because as we were saying before this podcast started, I don't really know if travel is going to be as, uh, fun and free and accessible and spontaneous in that way anymore. Um, so I'm really grateful for that opportunity.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I've been to those countries as well, and I really mm. like them as well for lots of different reasons, but that has been over a number of years, not in the last few years, but I also had like a, a sprint just yeah. before the lockdown, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have had a lockdown in uh, United Kingdom, in London, mm. Uh, mm. a couple of times, actually, while in Sweden we have had restrictions, not really a lockdown at all, yeah. which is a very different approach. Yeah. Um And despite that, the numbers are fairly similar between the two countries. So let's park COVID for a second. So let's see a consequence of COVID has actually allowed you maybe to pivot your health journey and and helping others. So tell us more about how you used this as an opportunity to, to help people online.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's really interesting because right before COVID, and I have been quite digital, I've been working digitally and been remote for a few years. But right before COVID, I was actually getting way more into in-person engagements and starting to work way more with hotels and resorts to build out their guest wellness programs. And so that was something that was actually changing in my life that I was becoming far more in-person than digital. And then COVID hit and it was like, no, digital is actually the only way uh, that we're going to be able to do this. And so... It really required me to kind of take a moment and take a step back to look at how I wanted to bring my offering online and if I just wanted to be a individual offering or if I, I really saw more opportunity as I was exploring the corporate wellness space and the corporate wellness market to really start to provide solutions for companies to take better care of their teams virtually, especially since we had this very unforeseen, unprecedented circumstance happening. Yep. That a lot of people weren't ready for, a lot of companies weren't ready for, and had to be able to provide a resource for their 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 team members to you know to know, make sure that they were doing okay in a grander sense than just their work. So in seeing that, I decided to start to offer wellness wellness services for corporates online, and so I tapped into the network of incredible facilitators that I've. Gained over my over my um, ten years of experience in the wellness industry, yes. and also started kept, kept building up that database. And now we are the most comprehensive for, uh, virtual corporate wellness solution on the internet, which is pretty cool.
0: Nice, but it's just fun to see how we can use a, a very big event for good or bad uh, and mm-hmm. pivot and change direction. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you narrow down and double down as well, uh, they can have quite fast results and uh, I spoke to someone just the other day and he's very much a connector and networker and this has opened up new opportunities to him with the lockdown and he's been more active than ever. He used to, without disclosing who it is or anything, used to have it quite tough prior to the pandemic and most people had it quite good before and now it's just the other way around. He's just flying and, and enjoying what he's doing while most people are Mainly spending time in front of Netflix or something alike, yeah. uh, including myself now with it. Right. So, yeah.
1: So I, I get that. I get that yes. for sure. I get that. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right. So how can engagement be with a, a company for like, okay, you have already got the connection. So they'd they like to work with you for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. How do you then start to work with a new customer?
1: So generally, we are a very bespoke service. So generally, our customers tell us exactly what they want. Um, And so we have basic services. We have monthly monthly recurring sessions. And we also have virtual retreats, which are more, again, bespoke and one-off events. Uh, But generally, our clients come to us with the requests and requirements that they have for their team. If they don't really know what their requests and requirements are, then we have different ways of surveying, getting data about their team and their company, and just seeing what their needs are, especially if they've never done any well initiatives in the past but generally again we we have we have quite a a good uh, idea of what they want because we do quite a detailed organizational wellness assessment to just speak about what again what what they've done in the past what their budgets are and what they want to focus on for their team moving forward.
0: Perfect yeah I also really like bespoke solutions I work with consulting deal making and projects and so on and I like to have it customized so I just spoke with a very large accounting firm a couple of months ago and mm-hmm. they really want to do training as so I really like to do this face to face because I mm-hmm. like to have the impact of transformation and change. Mm-hmm. So that's been almost like on, on the back burner just so to do like an online training program when you really mm-hmm. like to change mindset. This is really difficult. Yeah. Have you found a way around that yet?
1: So that's actually why we provide live virtual sessions, yep. and and the, I I also definitely see that there is that little bit of a disconnect in the online space, and so um, when when we were firstly. T- thinking about how we were going to do this. We were thinking about on-demand content and just filming pre-recorded stuff. But the engagement rate with that is quite low because obviously it's it's completely dependent on the person's discipline to watch the whole video themselves. Whereas, you know, anyone can go on YouTube and watch a video um, if they have the will to do it. But if your company is providing you something that is scheduled on your calendar, you have to show up for a person. Like uh, there is actually a person waiting on the other end of the call to actually engage with you and make and make sure that you're learning something like a lunch and learn is a really important session for the team to connect in some in a space in a format outside of a zoom meeting you know yep. there's just that little bit more uh, engaging element that makes it that makes it worth showing up for instead of just being like oh well i can catch the recording or i can look it up on youtube it just makes yep. it a little bit more <laughs> yeah, right it makes yeah. it a little bit more engaged
0: Yeah, I I usually have two co-hosts on this show, my two teenage sons. So Ivan is not attending because he's doing uh, an educational YouTube video linked to fitness. So that's his excuse. And Charlie's got schoolwork. So yeah, Uh, they're they're both very much into health and fitness. And one time when we were doing a a breathing exercise while doing uh, yoga in Bali, Uh, We were just doing, okay, guys, I'm not trying to break any loudspeaks or anything, but I just try to imitate it like "Mm," Mm. this quite high humming from from the, the three of us and the group of 10. And all of a sudden, the ground started shaking. And I think it was our breathing that triggered an earthquake. Uh, I think it was like 8.1 on, on, on the Richter scale. Oh, And it goodness. was quite close, just like 30 kilometers away. So oh you my can really God. feel the whole house was moving. And we were on the roof.
1: <laughs> what a crazy thing to happen. In the
0: <laughs> and, 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 but we got down and away from the buildings because they're quite used to... to um, yeah. earthquakes and volcanoes Thankfully, around yeah. the corner there. Right. Uh, but I'm quite sure our uh, health uh, exercise triggered the whole thing, which luckily didn't hurt <laughs> I, anyone as far as I know.
1: Yeah, luckily, luckily <laughs> you didn't, but I can't believe what a bizarre thing to happen. You're, you're using your vibration and then all of a yeah, sudden the yeah, Earth yeah, yeah. starts vibrating. In, in
0: excellent uh, t- timing. So Please share with us a, a crazy uh, yoga or meditation experience from any of your years from anywhere in the world. Oh, that's can all- be anything. It can be funny or stupid. Anything.
1: Okay. Yeah. No worries. So. Actually, this reminds me of a yoga experience I had in Morocco. Uh, So I'm quite a flexible person, which is why my personal brand is called the chocolate pretzel. Um, So sometimes when I go to yoga classes, the teachers will notice my flexibility and highlight my flexibility or talk to like say something in the class to give me something else to do um, in the class. And I was in Morocco in a yoga class, a Bikram yoga class with an absolutely incredible instructor, a facilitator, he, and, and a very good colleague and friend. Um, and he was just saying, like, you have to be able to ignore what's happening around you and you have to be able to really get it deep into your experience. So I'm in this whole mode of, like, really being in my experience and being in my body. And then all of a sudden, I feel like I start to float, like I'm almost being lifted up. Um and I, and it was a very strange sensation and experience. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this is just like the feeling. And so I, I so I sink a little bit so deeper get so. <laughs> like a forward fold. I'm going very deep and I'm like, no, my legs are literally lifting off of the ground right now. And so I open my eyes and there's a man who had, who had helped my instructor to grab my feet and pull them up above my head. And he was holding my feet up. And my instructor grabbed my feet and arms. So I'm in a forward fold in this position, grabbed my feet and arms and lifted me off of the ground. But I only noticed when I was literally off of the ground. <laughs> and so I opened my eyes. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm floating. <laughs> yeah,
0: levitation, yeah.
1: <laughs> and so everyone everyone in the class had stopped. It's stopping to look at what's happening, obviously, because two men are holding me up off of the ground in a forward yeah. fold sandwich. Yeah, yeah. But it looked a little bit strange, and then I'm I'm also coming into consciousness and realizing what is happening. So I'm like, oh 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 oh, it was just a really bizarre <laughs> moment of like being in my body, but not quite. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah. So where were you in uh, Morocco?
1: Uh, where was I? I was in Mar- Mar- Marrakech.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only place I've been there as well. Very nice. Yeah,
1: Marrakesh. and I was in Casablanca for a little while. Is why I visited some other places like Essaouira, yeah. um, and I I actually summited the highest peak in North Africa, Mount Toubkal in Morocco as well. So,
0: nice, good, yeah. good. Yeah, it's nice to to do cl- close uh, exploration as well when you're about
1: completely I completely agree I'm all about I mean I because I am a a digital worker and I have a remote job I'm all about really disconnecting going offline and doing like very outdoor based and nature-based experiences when it's my weekend or when it's my time off so we like to call it going away offline um and just uh, having an experience of being in nature and looking at something other than a screen is really helpful and handy for remote workers in general. So, so uh,
0: can you share with us uh, an exercise or thing you can do just ahead of a meeting or just after a meeting before jumping into another call when you're very much sitting too much by the computer?
1: When you've been sitting too much by the computer? Okay, I'm going to give you... Or
0: you're just about to do that. Yes,
1: or you're just, okay. So when you've been sitting too much at the computer, one exercise that I would highly recommend doing, you get yourself up. Um, and go go stretch against a wall, basically. So you can put your hands up a little bit higher than your head, walk your feet back away from the wall and then let your body sag against the wall. So you stretch out your back. That's going to help you with the opening of your chest. So anything to open your chest and shoulders when you've been sitting at a computer too much is going to be a good thing, whether it's even just putting a pillow, like quite a big pillow down on the ground and laying your back over it and opening up your chest and your arms. You can lay in that position for about five to ten minutes so that this whole part of your body that usually is quite compressed and working right. gets opened up. So that's what I would say. Anything, anything shoulder opening, chest opening is great for being at the computer for a while. Also using using like a, almost a time cue like I use every half hour to look away from my screen. So I will take a moment and look about five meters away from my screen. I'll look 15 meters away from my screen. I, I have a beautiful view here. So I, quite, I try to take my gaze yeah. further and further. Um, so like at least five, five points further than I'm normally looking um, every half an hour. So that's another way to exercise your eyes and make sure that you're not getting too tunnel vision focusing on your screen. Um, good, good and then point. before a meeting with, which is what you had had said a very helpful thing to do is just take a nice deep breath like a full deep belly breath and if you do it in a sequence of counting in for a count of four holding the breath for a count of four exhaling for a count of four and holding the breath out for a count of four you'll notice that your state and the way that you're your breathing and the way that you you are you are like anticipating a meeting is probably going yes. to calm down quite a bit. So those are my three Perfect. tips. Mm.
0: That's great. I was about to the, the follow up question. If you wouldn't have covered it, would have been like no. a good breathing exercise. <laughs> but you already sorted that out. So yeah, lovely. Thank you pleasure.
1: so much. I'm glad. That's
0: good. That's good. That's good. All right. So the podcast name is called Invest in You. Mm. Uh, what does that phrase mean to yourself?
1: Mm, for me it really means that if you are not investing in and taking care of yourself you really don't have the capacity to take care of other people so your yep. first investment needs to be with yourself and your first your your investment of energy in your day in your your life everything that you're doing needs to be geared toward taking care of you first and i know that a in the past, and in a past moment, that may have been seen as, you know, a luxury or selfish, or you know, something that you you have to you have to only make you can only make time for when you're retired. But the truth of the matter is that if you aren't taking care of you, you really cannot take care of anyone else. So yep. you you're going to be drawn too thin. You're going to burn out. Something is going to happen in order for you to come back into balance with yourself. If what you are focusing on is pleasing and um and always being there for others people there's going to need to be some kind of balance so investing in yourself i think is the most fundamental and important step to self-care so it's the basis of self-care which is also the basis of self-love
0: lovely thanks for sharing that that's that's, that's great Uh, i'd like to share with you something very different yet similar so i've been working with the military for many years and when i was working with uh, not with but alongside the royal marines from united kingdom Mm -hmm they have a motto and training their leaders that the leaders eat last. Leaders eat last. Basically, you need to take care of your team, all of them in all aspects before you take care of yourself. Mm. Uh, That is not how I've been trained. Uh, Of course, you have uh, parts of that, but that completely unselfishness Mm. could, following your logic, Sometimes be harmful because you're too tired. You can't give the energy, positivity, or whatever it might be that your team might need. So let's let's uh, dig deeper into what do they actually mean by that? Basically, you should take care of everyone else prior to taking care of yourself. What, why?
1: I think that's an interesting. I think that's a really interesting point that you make. But so, and it's it's also because leaders, not everyone. Lead, no, 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 no. Eat yep. last, leaders, yep, right? yep. So that's the key word in that phrase. So if you are a leader, you already know the fundamentals that you need to do to take care of yourself. So that means that you've already you've already taken care of yourself in some way to make sure that everyone else is taken care of. Right? Low it. Low it. So basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if leaders eat last, that would mean to me that the leaders are still prepared for whatever is going to happen because they know that maybe maybe they don't have time to, you know, wait and have a, a nice luxurious meal. Um, maybe they're gonna have to get into action really, really quickly after the meal happens or something may happen and then their, their whole team isn't prepared for it. So yep. I definitely see the merit in that kind of thinking as well because a leader has to be focused on what their team is doing. A leader has to be firstly the example for their team. So the, firstly, obviously the leader needs to be taking care of himself and that is the first model for the team because it shows them that they have to take care of themselves as well. Yep. So if the leaders is just, it, I, like, I, I want to say that in, in two veins, if the leader is just eating last, because, you know, it's, it's, um, it's It's going to be like, Oh, well, we, we, we have a better meal or we have anything like that. And, um, <laughs> and, and um, the T tea, the team needs to be, the team needs to be fed first because yep. the leader, the leaders just want more decadence or more at the end, or maybe there won't be enough for the team. That's, that's the yep. thing. A really, yep. a real leader is always prepared for, themselves and their team
0: yeah all right that sense? perfect yeah yeah makes sense we'll, yeah. we'll park there that's that's a good one that's a good one i was about to talk about something else which is very important in yeah. the remote world uh something which is close to my heart which is information sharing mm-hmm. and also the the damage it does by basically sitting on the information while you might be spread out in the world what uh, is an example of good information sharing that you come across in your work life anything at all
1: Information sharing, so uh, on, on,
0: in, in the online space. Not yeah. talking about your own training, but oh, no. good good practice you have to observe by working with clients or someone else.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that when we're when we're running seminars or when we're running um, running online sessions, just seeing team members like put put on social media the things that they're learning in the session, or seeing you know seeing team members share amongst themselves on their Slack channel what they're learning. Yeah. Any, Anything that you learn and you take in will be better remembered if you teach someone else. And I think that's a really important part of information sharing is that you learn, you, you learn better when you learn twice. So if you're yes, going to teach exactly. someone something, you're, you're, you're going to learn twice because you have to firstly learn how to relay it to another person in a way that they can understand. So you have to understand it yourself. So information Perfect. sharing is so vital, so important because it's, it really helps us to stay connected and it helps to keep us as teachers and students. We're always yeah. learning and then we're always growing by sharing the information that we glean.
0: Exactly, exactly. Right, so we'll talk about something else, which is linked to connecting people and helping others. So one reason why we're actually on this call at all is is uh, Andy Miller. And yeah. uh, how did you come across him in, in L.A. or somewhere else? He's been on a previous podcast, if you check out the backlog.
1: Yes, absolutely. So Andrew Miller actually sent me a message on Instagram Uh, in 2018. And he was like, I see that you are interested in travel and entrepreneurship, and I would love to stay connected. (laughs) And I was like, okay, please don't spam my Instagram posts with your bot. (laughs) Um, And then he sent me another message and was like, like, I'm so sorry, I'm a real person. And I would love to come to Johannesburg one day and do yoga with you. Yeah. And so, and so that kind of started uh, my my knowledge of him and understanding of him. And so, about six months later, I got another message from him saying he'd be in Johannesburg the next the following week, and if I wanted to get dinner or show him around, and I said yes. And yesterday we celebrated two years of being together, of being of being in a relationship. <laughs> so really, so, yes, absolutely. That so,
0: little detail, I didn't know. <laughs> this is not scripted, guys. I had no clue. I was just about to say that. Andrew, Andrew is is a great guy. Yeah, but I really, I had no clue. That's so I think, funny. I think uh, so
1: too. I think so too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll message him after this. He, he, he forgot <laughs> to mention that little little detail while well, he did a very flattering and nice introduction of yourself. That's so funny. That's that's the best. That's the best introduction ever. I think right? in this podcast to another potential guest. But he has introduced more than. A, one before you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah,
1: good.
0: <laughs> that was great. That's great. So yeah,
1: he's very, he's he's a very um integral part of the digital working community because he's been yeah. doing it for so long and exactly. was really yes. a doctor of digital work. So
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah, please say hi to him and I the definitely. best regards from
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely will, no worries.
0: <laughs> Is he is he around? You want really to pull uh, him into this? No,
1: no, he's not he's not around. He's, he's not around. hiding he's, under he's, the sofa. He's on another call. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's good. that's good. That's good. All right. So uh, I always love a good laugh. That's that's <laughs> perfect. That's good. Yeah, no, I, I know, know that he has mentioned South Africa, but I didn't know that the, there was more, more to the story than <laughs> himself.
1: That's, so funny. that's good. Yeah, that's
0: good. That's good. So, which is your favorite uh, social uh, online platform? You mentioned Insta.
1: Ooh, yeah. That's a very good question. It's changing a little bit because you're
0: allowed to elaborate on why you like it if it was. That's okay. Yeah,
1: thank you. I appreciate that. So, I really, I first I've really liked what LinkedIn has become post pandemic because a lot more people are sharing, you know, realness of like the working experience and. Um, it's just gotten a little bit more yeah a little bit more real a little bit more genuine and authentic yep. on in that space so I really love LinkedIn I love Twitter because again people are sharing their genuine experience of entrepreneurship of digital work um, and yep. just finding a way to connect and collaborate and share information and ideas so I love those two I really love Instagram because I do like I like uh, photography and I love yes. I love you know like the beautiful beautiful aesthetics and things so that appeals to that side of me and that content creation side of me um but again for meeting people and actually connecting and socially connecting definitely linkedin and twitter
0: cool cool yeah, yeah no, that's great thanks for sharing that uh, which leads on to the next question well where can people actually find you on, online if they like to connect with you and or your business
1: So, um, yeah, so I'm actually in the process of rebranding my personal brand, which is the chocolate pretzel. Um, So I, again, I've been doing yoga, meditation and mindset teaching for a long time, Um, but that I'm kind of transitioning more obviously into the the corporate working spaces as as my personal brand as well. So you can still find me at the chocolate pretzel, but soon to be the nude CEO. Um, And so, and then you can find remote team wellness, my business, which is all about corporate connections and corporate wellness uh, at remote team wellness.com or if you want to follow us on social media we are remote team wellness on all the social medias except Twitter where we are remote team well
0: yes perfect good so now people know where to find you uh, and uh, you're right now in Mexico one question we always ask guests uh, from all over the world is what uh, has been your favorite office so far and that can be anything it doesn't need to be an office office either
1: oh My favorite office has definitely been where I am right now. Because this is, so I'm doing this for the podcast because the lighting is better in here. I would love to show you what my office view is right now. So, if you give me one second. So, while she's
0: showing that, I'll try to explain that to, to all of you who actually listen in. So, she's walking outside onto a quite tall terrace, and I can see the mountains, I can see lots of high buildings. I think that is the sea. Yes, that is, that the, is sea. the sea. We like, we like the sea.
1: We like the sea. So <laughs> I really love working outside. I love working outdoors um, and being in a space where I can, yeah, where I can see, be kind of in touch with nature while I'm working. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I can see, especially when, when you've been living many years in Jobo, Yobo, that's Johannesburg, yes. uh, that, you do miss water, uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes you do miss uh, the green as well.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, look, hey, Johannesburg is the world's largest man-made forest. So we do have green. But oh, fair
0: fair, fair, fair <laughs> game, fair game. <laughs> <good. laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So if people would go to South Africa mm-hmm. to explore, what what would you recommend to check out in South Africa?
1: I Firstly, I recommend I think definitely go and check out, for most people, go and check out Cape Town. It is a beautiful, beautiful city, absolutely gorgeous. There's mountain, there's beach, there are gorgeous wineries. It's stunning, but also... Definitely check out Johannesburg because Johannesburg has so much to offer in a cultural sense. Lots of gorgeous art galleries, lots of really interesting nightlife, a lot of interesting um, cultural tours and things. Like if you're really interested in the history of South Africa, Johannesburg yeah. is the place to go. If you're interested in more like in more um, like beautiful scenery and nature and outdoorsy stuff, Cape Town is absolutely gorgeous. But then also you can you can't go to South Africa and not go to the Kruger National Park. Go on safari. It just, <laughs> it just can't happen. You just haven't you haven't experienced a fundamental piece of South Africa if you haven't done that. So
0: yeah, I've no, I, 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 I've I've ticked all of those small boxes, <laughs> Thanks for sharing, uh, sharing, uh, Which means that I have I have bucket listed South Africa <laughs> uh, listed. but uh, I really concur that uh, uh, nightlife in Johannesburg is very different I have mm. some crazy uh, experience from there uh, <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> I just I just park it there um, but uh, yeah uh, <laughs> I've been happily married for a very long time so it doesn't include that but I have had a really good time there and um, the, the the women that showed me around they showed me around it was good oh. fun
1: I'm glad. For sure. I'm glad to hear uh, uh, Yeah, that oh, good. So
0: uh, let's draw to a close. Uh, I would like to say to the people listening from wherever it might be in the world, you have been listening to Frederick and, and Taryn. We have been speaking about health. And we have been talk about wellness. Uh, we have talked about pretzel. We have had a few laughs and uh, you should know that she's got a lovely laugh and she's got a big (laughs) smile. So check her out on whatever medium you'd like and uh, let's stay in touch. Let's uh, give the world back to you. What would you like to share with the world? We've been listening to from at least 120 countries so far.
1: Mm. Okay, what would I like to share? Anything at all?
0: Anything at all.
1: I would like to share that no matter what, you are doing, what you are approaching, what you're getting yourself into, try to approach every situation with a beginner mindset. If you approach things as a beginner, you will always have something to learn. You'll always be able to grow. Whereas, you know, when we, cling too much to our expertise and the things we think we know and our bubbles and our comfort comfort zones, that's when we get stuck and we stagnate. And we really, we almost atrophy a little bit because we're not growing. We're not, we don't have that, that, um, that filter to be able to say, you know, every single person can teach me something. Every single situation can teach me something. And moving into every, every space with that mindset, that mentality that You can grow from this. You can gain something from this is a really, really valuable and fundamental way to be able to, you know, keep leveling yourself up in every conversation, every situation. You will always learn something if you are willing to learn, if you're willing to grow and you allow yourself to, you know, just take information and take lessons from the things that are happening around you, to you and for you
0: fab 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 thank you ever so much uh, great final concluding words so until next time uh, and surely does actually still like his five-star reviews he loves love uh, to hear from uh, you guys so you can connect with us uh, as well uh, on the usual channels so until next time thank you
1: thank you so much thank you for having me